Digital Marketing. This week, it's Chandler Bolt. Hello, and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely, and today I sat down with Chandler Bolt, founder of Self Publishing School and SelfPublishing.com, and we chatted books from start to finish. A book is not only a great way of building authority for your brand, but it can also be an evergreen source of new leads, new sales, and referrals. Me and Chandler dig into all of this and more, and there are a ton of great ideas in this conversation. And I recommend setting aside an extra 15 minutes afterwards to immediately get started on your way to becoming a published author. Enjoy. Well, let's hop into it. Chandler, how are you? What have you been up to? Tell, you know, tell anybody who maybe hasn't caught up with what you got going on in a bit, a little bit about what you do and what you're doing. Yeah. So uh, my name's Chandler Bull. I run a company called Self Publishing School. We're an online education company. We help people write and publish books uh, and use books to grow their business. Uh, So we're at the time of recording this kind of coming out slash not coming out of quarantine <laughs> who who really knows but we've you know uh, at a time like this which is probably a lot of people listening to this maybe so maybe not it's been really good i feel like for online businesses so we're coming off of a couple record months and mm-hmm. just helping a whole lot more people write and publish books and probably one of the biggest objections that we've always had is i don't have time to write a book and so we've been able to kind of lean into that and say hey plot twist actually you do uh, and you got a lot of it is uh, is because everyone's at home, and so we've we've just we've been growing and building, and, and sure, there's definitely some challenges. Like the events side of our business is definitely not. I do a decent amount of speaking, and so all that got pushed to the fall. And we've got a live event this fall. I know we were just talking about that before we started recording. And ticket sales are a little slower there, and you know who knows we might have to pivot virtual, in person stuff like that. But so that's definitely like the the not so great side. But outside of that, pretty much everything else is up and to the right. And so it's, yeah. it's a lot of the fundamentals that you guys teach. And I mean, I, I, I have DMHQ. I send pretty much all my employees through it, um, especially on the marketing team. And so it's like just by following, I feel like a lot of those fundamentals, our businesses continue to grow throughout this time. Yeah, I feel like that's really special about what you do in general. Like you, you aren't just helping people write books, but also helping them publish them, but also helping them to market them and make money from them. And, you know, what, like how you're going to set up your book funnel and all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's so much here we can get into, and I do want to get into all the nitty gritty before we even talk about the publishing and all that stuff, the writing, the writing part, you can knock out a book a draft, a first draft in 48 hours. And this is what you teach your students. How, how does that work? Yeah, hundred percent. And, and I'm super excited as well to get to you. You alluded to it, the book funnel piece, because that was the yeah. talk I gave at PNC a couple years ago that so just went, went crazy. I, I, I'm excited to talk about that in a second. So from a writing perspective, so we try to simplify it down in very, very simple steps. I'm a C-level English student and a college dropout. And so <laughs> It's kind of like they say the best players often make the worst coaches in the same sense that the the smartest students make the worst teachers because they don't know what it's like to struggle. <laughs> uh, and so I feel like if there's one gift that I have, it's it's taking things that 
complicated things and making them simple and and ADD friendly. And so <laughs> that's what we try to do with the writing piece. And, and we simplify it as three steps. Um, step number one is mind map. So get do a brain up of all the things that you can think of on this topic. And I would encourage anyone listening, take 15 minutes as soon as you finish listening to this podcast interview uh, and take 15 minutes and just get a blank sheet of paper, put your idea in the middle of the page and just go. And you'll be amazed at how much information you have on this topic. And it's probably way more than you thought. And so that's step number one is mind map. And then step number two is start to group the ideas on that mind map into groups or into sections, really, uh, groups of ideas. So you have about five sections or five groups of ideas and then drill down about three chapters per section. So now all of a sudden you've got you know five sections, three chapters per section. Really, it's a 15 chapter outline. So hmm. mind map, step number one. Uh, step number two, turn the mind map into an outline. Uh, and then step number three is is to write the dang thing, which sound, that's probably where most people get hung up. But there's kind of two ways that you can go about this. So it, you can you know take the process that I just talked, and you can go chapter number one and do the same exact thing, but per chapter. So spend ten minutes mind mapping everything you can think of on that chapter. Ten minutes turning that mind map into an outline, and then forty five minutes to an hour and a half actually writing the chapter. And then repeat that process chapter by chapter by chapter. But but on the flip side, if if you speak better than you write, and this is where it kind of gets fun. So if you speak better than you write, uh, this is where it becomes kind of a choose your own adventure. So in, you, you do the same thing. So 10 minutes mind mapping the chapter, 10 minutes turning that mind map into an outline. Uh, but then uh, instead of writing the chapter, you'll spend 10 minutes speaking the chapter and you'll get that transcribed and repeat that process chapter by chapter by chapter. And so that for a lot of folks makes it easy or easier, at least maybe not easy. It's it's like the whole simple, but not easy. And, <laughs> and so that makes it easier for people. And, and then a couple of the things that might be helpful there. So that's that's the three step process um, for writing the book. One thing I know when I had Ryan Dice on the uh, Self-Publishing School podcast, he talked about is actually delivering the book, his traffic machine book. He delivered it in a series of, of webinars. And that was really helpful. And I know, I think Russell Brunson's done something similar uh, and multiple people that I've interviewed, that was more helpful for them. So take the format that you already do, which maybe that's giving a talk, maybe that's uh, get, doing a webinar or whatever. And that could be like the sections like five webinars, I think is what Ryan did with his book. So that might be one way that'll make it easier for folks. And then one other thing that we have that's kind of cool is uh, it's it's a little tool on our website. It's called the Book Outline Template Generator. And you press a couple buttons and it spits out a 25-page Google Doc and you literally just copy it and then start typing into it. So uh, if you're someone who doesn't like the whole blank page thing, it's literally like the acknowledgement page, the copyright page, the chapter headings, all that and you literally, oh, chapter one, go in there and then just start writing. And there's like cool little prompts and stuff. Uh, it's super cool. So that that's helpful for, for folks if, if you're like in the outline and kind of getting started writing phase. That's super cool. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> We've got one for fiction and nonfiction. We, we, it's like, this is what you guys teach, right? Uh, all the time is like, how do you, and this is what I think is so cool, uh, like a little bit of a sideboard, but from a marketing perspective is how do we create something that's so valuable? And this is why I challenged my marketing team. It's like, how do we create something that's so valuable uh, that we make it part of our product? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it, it, it's really helpful over here. And we have tons of people like, that's probably one of our best lead generators is people downloading this book outline uh, generator or template uh, thing for nonfiction and fiction. But then also we integrate it into our product because every single chapter 
uh, there's like footnotes and it links over to the course and the exact content right there, or it links to like videos that we have, other blog posts. It's like, oh, introduction. How do you write an introduction? Chapter one, like what are the chapter structures? And it, it's kind of like this big content web. But I feel like it's super powerful when you create something so good on a marketing side that that it becomes part of your product, right? And so yeah. you're truly help creating helpful content and tools and stuff like that that solve real problems for prospects and for customers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you couldn't sell it to someone, you probably shouldn't give it to someone. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah. So moving into publishing, like once you have your draft, you know, I think there's a lot of talk about finding a publisher, finding an agent, and you're all about self-publishing. I mean, self-publishing mm-hmm. school. So <laughs> tell me yeah. like why, why you would do that instead of finding a publisher. I mean, I'm, obviously I'm a bit biased because I run self-publishing school and own selfpublishing.com. <laughs> so if you've Googled anything about writing or publishing, you probably ended up on one of those websites. But it really, the, and we break this down, we've got a, like a detailed blog post and detailed like PDF and all this that like literally line by line kind of does a side by side comparison. But the big things, so if you're traditionally publishing, the advantages are easier distribution, as well as like a chance of the New York Times, if that's a, a goal that matters to you. And then there's a couple other small things. So those are the main benefits of traditional publishing. And so if, if you're self-published, it's very hard, close to impossible to hit the New York Times bestseller list. That's a bad goal. <laughs> uh, it's an editorial list that is not based on actual uh, number of books sold, but it's what people at the New York Times choose. And directionally, it, it's books sold, but really it's an editorial list. Whereas the USA Today bestseller list, pure bestseller list, Wall Street hmm. Journal bestseller list, same thing. So that has an impact. And then also distribution for bookstores, which the stat there is like over 70% of all books sold are sold on Amazon. So it used to be that you needed a publisher to get into bookstores and bookstores were the only way that you were going to sell books. But now you don't need to do that because all the books pretty much are sold on Amazon. So you can go direct to consumer there. So For 99% of people, it makes more sense to self-publish. If you want to keep control of your book, you want to keep the rights to your book, if you want to actually keep all the profits from your book. So there's a big difference in royalties that you'll make, obviously. But the the downside there is like, you've got to do the work, right? Like you don't get a publisher assigned editor and cover designer and formatter and stuff like that. So like, that's kind of, that's why we exist is like, we make that process way simpler. It's kind of like the, we always just like the Uber to the taxi industries, like we feel like the publishing industry is kind of like the taxi industry. It's like everyone knows it's broken. This is a horrible experience. Yeah. <laughs> I feel slimy going through this process. <laughs> like it's kind of weird. I feel like I'm getting taken for a ride. Mm-hmm. Literally. Process, <laughs> like, yeah, literally. And like there's an entrepreneurial way to do this that's way better and that streamlines the whole thing. So that's always been our goal. But here's the big caveat. If you can get a huge advance on your book uh, and you care about distribution, especially internationally, take a publishing deal. If you're Gary Vaynerchuk and you can get half a million, million, maybe millions, or, you know, depending on how, how big your following is, take a publishing deal. In those cases, it makes sense. You're going to probably spend that whole advance on marketing the book. <laughs> uh, that's how it works. And if you don't sell enough books, they're going to say, Hey, you, you are now required to buy books. <laughs> and, and so there's, there's that kind of whole thing, but that that's the main difference. That makes sense. Also, I, wish everyone the best of luck on getting their 
half a million dollar. Book <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, cause the first thing they're going to ask you is how are you going to sell this book? Mm. And, and, it, and people think, Oh, if I go with a publisher, well then I'll have like the publisher behind the book. That's not, it's not really true. Uh-huh. If you're a proven author, then yeah, they might push it a little bit, but really it's how are you going to sell this book? How big is your platform? What's your audience look like? What's your marketing plan? Like they're like investors or banks funding mm-hmm. a project. Uh, and yeah. it, you know, maybe you've heard the sayings like, it's like banks only lend money to people who don't need it. <laughs> or like, you know, the, like a bank's going to give you money when you don't actually need it. Like that's yeah. when they're comfortable. It's like publishing deals going to, a publisher's going to give a publishing deal to people don't, who don't actually need it. Because, and it makes sense though, because they've they've got to place a bet and say, hey, we're going to invest resources here. We want to guarantee mm-hmm. that we're going to get that money back. So, I mean, I, I certainly understand why it works the way it does. I just think there's a better way. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of people might be hearing this and think, okay, I'm going to self-publish. I'm going to write my book. I'm going to do my outline. I'm going to get this done. How are they going to launch their book? You'll, you'll treat it like any product launch, and but there's a few key components. Build buzz ahead of time. That's one of the things I see people mess up all the time. It's the first time they start talking about their book is when is publishing is the week that it publishes, <laughs> right? And it's like, oh my gosh, I, bought, I wrote a book, buy it, leave a review, all that. And they just start beating people over the head with this book and no one cares uh, because they don't, they're, so it's it's like a movie where you want to give people kind of the behind the scenes runway experience leading up to your book. So I'm an advocate of being very public, of like taking goofy pictures or like declaring that you decided to write the book. Hey, just got the rough draft done, like, here are some title options. Which do you like best? Here are some cover oh, wow. options. Which do you like best? So getting people to vote on stuff because now all of a sudden, by the time the book launches, they feel like it's their book launching too. Yeah, they um, wrote. They've, they they've helped been a you part write of it. Process, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so get the feedback loop and be open about it up front. And then also along the way, when people are interested, you just add them to the what we call the pre-release list. So it's like, oh, hey, thanks so much. Like you want to be the first one to know when this book publishes and maybe even get it for free, um, just putting your information here. So you're building this so that by the time you launch, you've got a, a, you know, kind of an army of people behind it. And then the one thing from a marketing perspective that if you do nothing else do this is a launch team. So mm. I'm a huge advocate of this. We do this all the time. All of our uh, students and customers do this is, you know, pull together a launch team, which is basically five, 15, 50 people. And it's, it's anyone who cares about you or the topic of your book. So this could be customers, colleagues, coworkers, friends, family members, anyone you can convince uh, to be on the launch team that who will actually support it though. Uh, and so you've got this launch team, you run it, I run it through a Facebook group and I'll give them one assignment per week for three to four weeks leading up to the book launch. And it's, it's quick, easy stuff. But this is going to be the advocates behind your book. And the big thing is that they leave a review. They read, it, they read the book ahead of time and they leave a review on day one. That's the most mm. important thing. So now all of a sudden you've got five, 15, 50 reviews like right out of the gates. So it really helps everything else that you do to market the book. It helps be significantly more successful because you have social proof in the form of reviews on the book. So do that. Uh, and and then, but they might also be able to help you get on podcasts or like local TV and PR and like other things like that. But to me, all those other things are just a bonus. The mm-hmm. North star is, Hey, read this thing ahead of time. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put your name in the book in the digital version and the acknowledgements. 
uh, and leave a review on day one. And that's like, that's, that's the big thing that we focus on. That makes a lot of sense. So all those reviews are probably on Amazon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the primary place. You can certainly push her for reviews elsewhere, but since over 70% of all books sold are sold on Amazon, we want to focus there. And then you can always say, if you know someone, Hey, you mind copy and pasting that review here <laughs> and, and, you know, turn one review into multiple platforms like Goodreads and other things like that. But definitely the majority of the focus for everything is on Amazon first and then expanding outside of that second. Okay. We so it, it's, it's the rifle versus the shotgun approach. <laughs> like you, you just narrow in on, and focus versus, you know, shotgun is kind of sprays everywhere. You've got a bunch of, right. that's what most people do is spray and pray like, Oh, I'm just going to do a little bit of everything and hope it works. But like we prefer to really focus the, the rifle in on, Hey, here's the handful of things that are actually going to work. Let's do that. And then we can expand. So we've got our book written. We've got our book published. We've got our book launched. What does the buying funnel look like? How are you making money off of this thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is the fun part. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, this here. Is the part. Yeah, we are here. We've arrived. And and we well, I find that there's usually two groups of people, which I have a hunch who the majority of people are listening to this. But there's one group who loves the product piece, so the writing the book and hates the marketing. And then there's the other group who hates the product piece of the writing, but loves the marketing. <laughs> it's like one piece is one, one group is really excited about writing it. And it's like, Oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's published. You, know, you can find it out there. Uh, and then they get real weird and then they want to go back to writing the next book. How and then funny. there's the other group, which is, I just can't wait to get through the book. Actually, you know, that whole thing. Cause then I'm just going gonna, to, shout it from the rooftops and not stop talking about it. I have a hunch that most people listening to this are probably more in the marketer uh, marketing camp, but this is where it gets fun. So how do you actually make money off of the book? There's the royalty. Sure. You're not going to get rich off of that. I mean, that that's kind of, it's, it's a cool passive income stream, if you will, like, you know, sell a hundred, say three years from now, you sell a hundred copies in a month, a few hundred bucks, like showing up in your bank account every month, true actual passive income. Like that's cool. But way bigger than that is going to be, we focus on three things is how do you use the book to get more leads, more sales, more referrals, lead sales, referrals. And so when I say leads, it's, these are folks who hear about you because of your book and they wouldn't have heard about you otherwise. Right. Mm -hmm. So think about, I mean, Russell Brunson is an easy example. Like how many people have heard about him because of his books? And then they end up you know, using click funnels or whatever else. So more leads. So more people who hear about you because of your book, more sales. This is, we'll, we'll dig in here a little bit, but the more sales piece is how do you get a higher percentage of people who know about you to do business with you? So we use books as in every funnel and I, and I give my book away like it's candy because when people read it, it's the 10,000 foot view of our methodology. And then they say, oh, I, I understand this. I believe in this. And I also believe that you're the best person to help me with this. So let's do business together. And so it's going to lift the conversion of any of your funnels, sales calls, whatever the sales function is in your business, whether that's uh, you know phone sales, in-person evaluations or estimates or you know whatever type of business you're running, it, your close rate will go up if you use the mm -hmm. book as part of the sales process. And I'll circle back to this in just a little bit. But then, and then the third piece uh, is using a book to drive more referrals. So what we think about is, you know, how do every new customer or prospect, like how do I give them two books? 
Uh, and especially, I mean, if you have a brick and mortar business, this works even better. But how do how do I give every new customer two books? Because then all of a sudden there's one for them and there's one for a friend. Mm. And so so you're in you're you're turning customers into active referrers. So they are actively referring you business. And you could give them a business card, but they're gonna throw that away probably within 24 hours, a book is the new business card. So now all of a sudden that when, you know, they, they're going to keep their copy and, and you, and you just ask them to give away the other copies. So say, Hey, I'm going to give you two copies. One's for you. One's for a friend, you know, in my instance, a friend, you know, who's maybe thinking about writing a book, right? Mm-hmm. Give them this other copy or insert the problem that you solve that relates to the topic of the book. And so that's how we do that. And the, and the referral piece and also like their copy They'll, they'll keep it at their house, in their office. And anytime someone comes over, they see that. and Or anytime that person sees that, they think of you. So you're top of mind. And they might not even read the book, but someone comes over and said, hey, that's really interesting. Published Chandler Bolt. What's that? Like, I've thought about writing a book. And they say, hey, I don't I don't want this book. You want it? <laughs> and, and so now all of a sudden, it's like they're actively referring you to saying, hey, why don't you just take the book? And so when I go speak places, we give away hundreds of copies of my book published. And so from an in-person conference perspective, now we've blanketed that whole event with free books. And sure, it costs me you know, maybe a couple grand if I'm really giving away a lot of books, but that's totally worth it. It's a, va- oh, it's a value add to the conference organizer because I can say, hey, I, I brought you know, five to 10 grand worth of books to, to give away to your attendees. It's, a, it's a, a value prop for me. People read the book on the, the flight home and then end up booking a call with my team and signing up for self-publishing school. And people see those books everywhere and yeah. you start seeing it and you're like, Oh, what's that? That's interesting. So then they come by the booth and it, and it makes everything more effective um, from a sponsorship perspective. If we're sponsoring the event, like just the whole ecosystem. But oh. then if we're like really narrowing in on number two and sorry, I know I'm a little bit long winded here. You're good. Uh, <laughs> you're good. Good. But if we're really narrowing in on number two, that's the piece that I talked about at traffic conversion summit a couple of years ago that I was shocked. It was, it was standing room only which I don't think I ever told you this. This is kind of a funny story, but that was one of the first times that I gave, like I'd given a couple talks, but like one of the first times I gave like a real talk like that. And it was a talk that I'd never given before. And it was, it was an event that like launched my career. And then I looked out in the audience and it was all the people I'd been learning from for like the last five years. That's so awesome. <laughs> so, so I was, I mean, I was about to poop my pants on stage <laughs> and it was very intimidating, but it was, it was obviously, it was obvious that it was, it hit a nerve and it was a topic that people cared about, which was free plus shipping book funnels yeah. and how to use a free plus shipping book funnel um, to grow your business. And so from a, that kind of touches on all three things that I just talked about, but especially the leads and sales piece. It's still to this day one of the top performing funnels that I have. And mm-hmm. you, if you look at anyone in the space, almost everyone is running some sort of free plus shipping book funnel. So I highly recommend that as a way to get more leads, to get more customers. And the big thing is because they're just paying shipping and handling, like now all of a sudden you have a, a list and an audience full of buyers, not subscribers. Like mm-hmm. you have a full list of people with their credit card on file, and it's just very easy to ascend from there with the book is the first thing because a book has inherent value. When people see that, they say, oh, I would pay 15 to 20 bucks for that. I want to know something about this topic. So I will happily give you eight bucks to cover shipping and handling, you know? And so yeah. that's one of the top performing funnels that we have. And I've talked to a lot of other people and it's in a lot of cases, one of the top performing funnels that they have. So using a book on the front end 
by either embedding it into all of your other funnels and or having a free plus shipping book funnel, that's where you get the more lead sales, referrals, all that, and grow the business on the back end. Yeah. And and I can't help but also notice. So number one, like just going back to everything you talked about this, the free plus shipping, you know, whatever kind of funnel you're using for the book, it's constantly churning its own customer. They're going along their own journey that is totally propelling Mm -hmm. itself. And I can't also help but notice that the, the title of your book, one of your books published is mm-hmm. such a clear, like end result transformation. Yes. Like, Oh, it's so genius. If I saw that book and I knew I wanted to write a book, it's like, Oh, it's a benefit driven title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what we teach people a lot is, is your title and subtitle needs to, you've probably heard the quote, confused people don't buy. <laughs> So your, your, your title and subtitle needs to instantly communicate within two seconds what your book's about and whether or not it's for them. Mm. So you've got someone scrolling on Amazon, clicking into your listing, or maybe even picking the book up off the shelf, and they need to instantly see, oh, what's this about? Is it for me? So for me, my most recent book, Published, The Proven Path from Blank Page to Published Author. So like you said, published, it's an end result. And then even in the subtitle, it's clearly communicating the objective of the book while also evoking emotion, right? Mm. So the proven path, social proof from blank page, emotion. Totally. <laughs> blank page. <laughs> Everyone has that moment where the, the blinking cursor of death yeah. is haunting you and you're staring at your computer <laughs> thinking, gosh, say something, type something, right? So blank page like ev- evokes emotion. And yeah. then to published author feels like, oh, this is a status thing. This is a... I am reaching a checkpoint. I am, this is identity. This is, I'm becoming a published author. And it also feels like a, a endpoint to a goal. It reminds me of the, like the scene in SpongeBob where he sits and he's writing like a paper and it's like one hour later and all he has is the, (laughs) (laughs) that's how, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you type two sentences, delete, delete, delete. That's stupid. Tell me how it works with your, your sales, your conversions. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the in the in-state people searching on Amazon, searching for something they're looking for to teach them how to be published or whatever someone's end result would be. They buy the book. Where are you converting people? How, how yeah. does that work? So it, it depends on kind of the, the channel that they come in through and the funnel that they come in through ultimately determines the conversion mechanism that they see. Um, But if they're buying the book on Amazon, we'll start there. So they can basically do the look inside feature. So if you've ever been on Amazon, you've probably used the look inside feature and you can preview the first 10% of the book. So one of the things that we do is right in the first page or two, I give away the audio book for free and I give away a video for free. People love audio and video. And so now they're high, there's a higher likelihood that they'll actually read the book, aka listen to the book. Uh, and then also from a, the video, that's a webinar. And it's a webinar teaching the main points in, in the book. And so that's a convert, that's an instant and easy conversion mechanism is if they sign up for the webinar. But then the audiobook, again, it has inherent value. So right away, they're thinking, man, I love this Chandler guy. He just gave me a $15 book for free. 
And that, but they're also thinking Chandler's an idiot because he doesn't <laughs> know that I can download this audiobook for free without even buying the book just by clicking the look inside feature. But of course mm. I know that. But for me, the lead is worth way more than the three bucks if they would have bought my Kindle book, right? So for me, it's, it, it's I, instead of paying for leads, I'm getting paid to get leads because, you know, people will, a lot of times they'll end up buying some form of the book just because they feel bad. But even if they don't, who cares? I've got their information. Uh, and so that's how we funnel thousands of leads a month just straight off the Amazon platform from people who either buy or in a, a lot of cases don't even buy our book is just coming into our ecosystem. Uh, and so that's from a, if they find us on Amazon perspective. But then there's the the free plus shipping funnel, which that is a great top of funnel. thing. So we we retarget pretty much all web visitors to the free plus shipping funnel. And we'll just do funny pattern interrupt ads. And and like one of my favorites is like, and maybe you've seen this before, like Instagram or Facebook or something, but it's like, I'm hanging in a tree with my book. And I'm like, hey, you're leaving me hanging. Like you came to the site. You didn't even get your free book. Like what? Are you? That's and, amazing. But, but like just funny, clear, like, hey, you're leaving me hanging. Don't leave me hanging. Get your free copy of the book. Like just little things like that. So we're taking traffic and turning it into a, a tripwire customer. And, and kind of your guys' terminology and into leads. And so, and, but then from there, the book funnel, and we're a lot more analog than most people. So there's, I know a lot of people that are like, cool, I've got like the $300 course on the, you know, you've got your order form bump, which is 27 bucks, 47 bucks. You've got your OTO or one-time offer on the thank you page. That's maybe 400 bucks. You've got your maybe OTO number two, which is maybe 500 or a thousand bucks. And then you've got your thank you page, which redirects probably for referrals and other things like that, right? And I, I went through all pretty much all of the top performing book funnels and like dissected all of them and and seen what people do here. But that's kind of the general flow, and and so that's how a lot of people do it, and it works works really well. And we just do it a little bit differently. So for us, it's we want people to book a call. So, cause they book a call with the team and then that's how they end up signing up for self-publishing school. Cause we're a little bit of a higher, higher ticket, higher touch solution than just an online course. So that's what we do is book a call. And, and that's very simple because at the end of the book funnel or on the thank you page, uh, and then we'll have a one-time or we have the order form bump. And I think it's on the thank you page. It says, Hey, thanks so much for getting, claiming a free copy of the book. You're going to love this. Like this can be super helpful for you. We're going to ship this ASAP should get to you within a couple of weeks. If you're if you're an overachiever and someone who's like, hey, I can't wait that long, I, I want to get started right now. Well, then here's what you can do: is book a call with the team, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and so I do that, and then I also say like, hey, there's you know this this book's going to teach you all the information that you need to know. The one thing this book can't do is talk to you and customize the strategy for your specific book. That's wow. where we come in. Scroll yeah. below the video, book a call with the team, uh, and you'll be able to get started even before your book gets there. So kind of having a an easy transition to say, oh yeah, I get that. I really want to get this book done. I don't want to wait till it gets here. And I, I want kind of a little bit more customized strategy. So let me book mm -hmm. a call with Chandler's team and uh, talk with them about my book. And so that's how we do it in, from a book funnel perspective of turning those folks into paying customers. What does that conversation look like? And, and so typically it's, what are your goals for your book? What are your challenges with your book? What are your next steps? And so like goals, we cast the vision in the future. And then challenges like, why isn't this done yet? 
why haven't you done this? What could get in the way of achieving these goals? Mm. And then how do we custom craft a solution or how do we use what we offer here to solve the challenges so that you can achieve your goals? That's the conversation structure. And then we're able to customize. So it's a very consultative sales process. Yeah. Maybe a 45 minute to an hour long call. Um, very consultative, lots of questions. If we're doing it right, they're talking at least 60 to 70% of the call. We're talking, you know, 30% or so uh, and really helping like a doctor <laughs> coming in. It's like, come in, tell me what's going on <laughs> and let me kind of <laughs> diagnose and then prescribe a solution through this process. Yeah. I, I love to, it seems like that probably offers you so much insight into the struggles that you can then solve, like go back and solve yes. with new product, yes. new books, new funnels. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And then we try to bubble up that feedback throughout the whole process. So I, I'm addicted to feedback. <laughs> so we try to have feedback everywhere. So whether it's the sales calls, whether it's the SDR, like upstream, like when we're outbound calling folks, um, our hottest leads, whether it's on the welcome calls with our student success team, whether it's on coaching calls with our coaches, and feedback from that, our community, like we're always trying to bubble up where are the gaps and then how do we take the things that we're doing on a one-off basis and then turn that into how do we bring leverage by taking, what's the question you gotten asked on, you know, 30 coaching calls. Okay. How do we make sure that's in the course at exactly the part where everyone's asking about it or from a sales perspective, what's the question that you get on every sales call. And all right, now how do we make sure that's in the webinar that folks see before they get on a sales call with you, or that's in the content marketing that we're doing, or that's like upstream that we're answering those questions so that Hmm. everyone that's in a people facing role, hopefully uh, gets more leverage to what they're doing because we can, we can use the content and the platforms and all that we have to like really do a lot of the heavy lifting. and, And we just try to continually bring less heavy lifting to the actual one-to-one um, interactions kind of throughout the whole funnel and, and, and the delivery process. Yeah. So next in the line then is those referrals. So mm-hmm. I know there's probably a lot of people listening who are excited about hearing more on this. So one, one practical way that we use this super simple, I think, and, and we're certainly not perfect. Like this is an area of focus for us. We're really focused right now and for the foreseeable future on the three R's, results, renewals, and referrals. And so that's at least uh, that's what we call it. So it's like, hey, how do we get how do we get better results for our students? That is the most important thing. Uh, and then if we do that well, that will lead to more referrals and more renewals. So renewals is uh, people, you know, lifetime value, people continue to do business with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we are just laser focused on those three things. And and to specifically answer your question um, on the referrals piece, you got to make it easy for people to refer. So what we do is we have a, it's a short link. It's super easy. It's a self-publishingschool.com forward slash friend. So it's like very easy for people to remember. So it's like, hey, if you have a friend that wants to write a book, send them to self-publishingschool.com forward slash friend. And a lot of times our authors will even put this in their book. Um, like, oh, he, cool. hey, here's how I did it. And so that's like a cool referral mechanism that we definitely encourage because what will happen is when they go to that page and this comes full circle, this is how you use the book to drive referrals is, and we just started doing this a few months ago, your friend can go to that page and get a free copy of the book. They don't even have to pay shipping and handling. Like we'll literally just ship them one. So 
for all of our customers, we say, hey, I want to send your friends a free copy of this book. They don't even have to pay shipping and handling. If you want to look good and hook them up, then you know, send them this link. Or we also have like kind of an internal link that we can send customers that they can actually type in their friend's information. So that makes it even, again, it's like, I think that's forward slash refer. And so it's like, that's super simple where they can insert their friend's information. We'll ship them a book. And then what happens is their friend gets $250 off the program, which is actually the cheapest way that you can ever buy the program is to be referred by a friend. That's the, the, the cost isn't getting lower than that. And then also, as you as the person who referred them, you get 250 bucks. So it's a dual, dual referral program. And so it's like, you look good by sending your friend a free book <laughs> and then also hooking them up with a discount that they literally would not get anywhere else. And then also you get 250 bucks. So try to just make it a no-brainer and bake it into the process. And But also, and for the purposes of this conversation, like use the book <laughs> uh, to drive referrals. And it's not just... Hey, so-and-so said you're great at this. It's like, oh, hey, I got your book. I read your book. This looks legit. I want to write a book. How do I sign up? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, <laughs> way more, we're having way more bottom of funnel qualified conversations at that point because of the way we set it up. That's super cool. Well, Chandler, we're getting to the end of the hour. And I always have one question that I ask every new guest on the podcast. But before I do... I just want you to tell everyone where they can find out more about you, more about self-publishing school, anywhere you want to send them. Probably the best resource. We've got a a blog post that we can link up. It's on how to write a book. And it's like the full, like the book outline template generator that I mentioned earlier is in there. So cool. Free copy of my book published is in there. We've got webinar trainings. Like that's kind of like the pillar place to go. And then if you want to book a call with the team, if you're interested in working with us, just go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash apply. It's kind of an easy spot, but yeah, get a book for free and and get some help there. And that's probably the easiest, easiest place to get started. But honestly, if you Google literally anything about writing and publishing a book, you're probably going to end <laughs> up on self-publishing school website, or we have another site that we own. Uh, it's called selfpublishing.com. And so one of those two spots, you'll probably end up there and, <laughs> and the rest will be history. The rest will be history. And you'll, you'll be an author. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, last question. Chandler, if you could go back in time to, to when you started, you know, this was a kernel of an idea. And -hmm. if you could tell that version of Chandler, anything at all, you know, based on what you know now, what you've learned, what would you tell him? Focus more on your customers and and student results. I think in the early days, that's very easy because you are the one actually in the trenches with your customers. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're, knocking people's socks off. But then I think somewhere along the way we started scaling and I lost track of that. And you're you're like, oh, we got to grow revenue so that we can feed these families for this head count that we have. And like, you get distracted by all the other stuff and forget that I tell this to my team all the time. It's like, if we don't have customers, we don't have a business. So the customers are, they're all signing your paychecks (laughs) and Hmm. my paycheck. And so we've got to put them at the front of the business. And so I think like we started very much that way. I think we lost our way a little bit. And I think over the last year and a half or more, we, it's, it's been putting customers back at the front of the business. And as expected, like all of our numbers are going up. You're going to get more referrals. You're going to get more. And so I think in an age where it's like, marketing is the answer or sales is the answer. What's the question? <laughs> it's like, I think it's, it's good to remind ourselves and each other like, Hey, 
the customers are first. So yes is important. If you don't have marketing and sales, you don't have a business. You have a business idea because <laughs> uh, you don't have paying customers, right? But but really putting customers at the front of the business. And I think we would have grown even faster if we would have done that. And now we're having to undo some of those things and 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 baking it back into the culture and like all that. But that would be the big thing. I'd, I'd, I'd go back to my past self and say. Yeah, that's huge. And I feel like there's probably a ton of people just going, stop, stop. You know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they mm-hmm. just, yeah, they know they're being called out right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chandler, this was such an awesome conversation and thank you so much. I can't wait to write my book. <laughs> I really, yes. I really like every time I have anyone on here, I'm like, Oh, I want to do that. I want to start my drop shipping business. I want to like write <laughs> my book. I want to build this funnel. I wanna, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Filling me with dreams. <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me. This is great and, and really fun to kind of have things come full circle here. Yeah. Well, everyone out there listening as always thank you so much for giving us just a little bit of your day each week and we'll see you same time same place next week bye y'all Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.